Hey, welcome back into Fresh Football Takes. This is episode three, and we're in week three of the NFL season started tonight. Woo! Uh, just in case there's any new listeners out there, I am a pick em podcast for the NFL games. Uh, I go through each week. I pick the games, pick who I think is going to win. I keep track of my season-long record as well, just to kind of put my non-expert opinion to the test. Uh, so far, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm a little a little bit above 500. I'm 16, 14, and 2. Uh, tonight, we're going to go down the um, games for Sunday. We're also going to go over the Thursday night game. I'm going to make my picks. Uh, if you want to follow along on Twitter, you can follow me at, at @freshfootball. Join the conversation at hashtag #freshfootballtakes. And once again, my producer and my Keegan joins me. Hello, I am the Keegan. You are the Keegan. What's going on, everybody? The Cleveland Browns are what's going on. Hey, the Cleveland Browns are the story of the Cleveland. year already. Did that just? Did that really just happen? So this game ended about. 10 minutes ago, we're filming a late night pod tonight uh, in Cleveland. I don't even know what to say. They did it. It's tough, man. It's they historic. It. They finally, finally did it. This city is going to act like they just won the Super Bowl and all they did was win a game. They did. And that's a beautiful no, thing. No, they did just win the Super Bowl. <laughs> they Cle- won their Super Cleveland Bowl. Cleveland just won the Super Bowl. They won their Super Bowl. They that's did. A, uh, that's awesome. The Bud Light Knight is passing out free beer right now in Cleveland. They, cr- they cracked open the uh, <laughs> the fridges. They cracked open the Bud Light fridges with the Cleveland beer in it. Uh, it's I awesome. Am, I am thankful that I, I picked I picked the Browns to win. I picked them yeah, to win their win first in your column to win their first game that's in three hundred or six hundred and thirty five days. Wow, that's incredible. Can I ask you something? What's up? Would this have happened without Baker Mayfield? You're going to put me in that spot. You you know I'm a fan of Tyrod, and you're going to put me in that it's spot. It's what everyone's going to talk about. You're not wrong. And to be honest... It, the Jets D is good. So I do think that everyone was getting on Tyrod a little bit too early. I mean, it, I was looking on Twitter during the game, and I saw that people were talking about... It was the middle of the first quarter, and it was still a zero-zero game. It was Cleveland's second drive, and people were saying you got to pull Tyrod and, and put and put Baker in. I think even the announcers, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, said that, and I thought that was too early. Interesting, but I mean, it, the way the game played out, it it just kind of worked out that Baker got in the game, and it seems sometimes like it, it was just better happens. for him. Yeah, <laughs> so, sometimes things happen for a reason, and and Baker kind of took over. I don't know how he they won bench the him. game. I don't know how they bench him at this point. I know. Even if Tyrod turns out to be fine, I, I think they just got to ride Baker from here on out. He played well enough. He got them the win, their first win, in what seems like eight years. Yeah, I think but unless Cleveland pulls a Cleveland and botches their situation yet again, which they've been known to do, this um, is true. that Baker will probably start next week. Yeah, I don't think that you can't. You This was you, an awesome game. It was. It really Too was. Too young teams two young rookies yeah the first two quarterbacks off the board at one and three darnold to the jets at three he played pretty well though actually darnold speaking on the other hand uh, he obviously threw the the late two picks that was i think just kind of a it was just almost desperation yeah it was a consequence of where they were at in the game yeah exactly but the jets they they really had hold of this in the beginning of the game to jump back to the beginning i guess before cleveland actually won uh, they really kind of took over. Isaiah Crowell looked like he was having the revenge game of his life. Two quick touchdowns. They were up yeah. 14 nothing. Yeah, they looked good early. 
for sure. I think going in halftime, it was 14-6. Cleveland got a little bit, a little bit of momentum, but I think that's when Baker also entered the game. Uh, was was somewhere in the second quarter. Changed there. everything. Yeah, it certainly did. And Baker, man, I just can't believe it. I can't get over it. Cleveland <laughs> can finally celebrate it's a, fun a victory. Start to uh, week three. It really is. It that was a great start. Imagine it being 2017, and you say, "Yo, so next year, week three, Thursday night football, 2018, Cleveland and the Jets, Browns versus Jets." good football game yeah it's crazy i would bet my house that you were wrong but here we are we live in a different world than we did back then cleveland one one and one they beat the jets 21 17 and fresh football takes moves to one and oh on the week it's a much better start than i had last week i will say that that's true and think about it how many teams have been one one and one that's probably I don't not know. that many teams. I mean, hey, if the Steelers do it this week, they can certainly add to that number. But I don't know. Maybe we can get a fact check at that on this. Maybe we can get a fact check somewhere on that <laughs> if I can speak. It's late. It's it's past midnight here on the East Coast. Let me be. But let's get into the uh, – I'll get into the Sunday games here. Then I think we spoke enough about the Jets-Browns. Unless you wanted to add anything there, Keegan. No. All right. The Browns finally get a win. So here we go into the Sunday games. The uh, the Bills at the Vikings. I don't think I need to talk too much about this game. It's in Minnesota. It's the Bills. And it's the Vikings. I'm going to pick the Vikings. I don't think it's going to be close. I think that offense is going to pull away early. Kirk Cousins is going to do his thing through the air. Dalvin Cook might even uh, have the first pretty good game uh, of the season so far. He was electric last year. We're waiting for it to come back. Maybe this is the week he comes back against the Bills. Josh Allen, while he played okay last week for you know his first start, not you know, he was going to be a project, like I said in the last episode. So I I think he played okay, probably better than you, than anyone really expected him to play. But this is a tough matchup in a tough place to play in Minnesota. Don't expect anything from your Bills. Who knows if Shady's going to play? That's only going to make it worse for the Bills. Give me the Vikings there. So the next game then is the Giants and at the Texans. I thought about this game for a little while, and I went with the Texans here. While their offense is, hasn't been that great, I know the receivers played pretty well last week. So did Deshaun Watson, but they've been kind of inconsistent. They didn't really put it together in game one. Um... And they did still lose last week to the Titans. But I, I think that their defense is really going to be the difference here. The Texans, the Giants' so offensive line is bad. It's really bad. They are. They're they're very bad. Uh, J.J. Watt is going to have a field day on them. He's really good. Whitney Merciless, he's really good. And Jadavion Clowney, is he still hurt? Jadavion Clowney. I think he was hurt for one game, but we'll have to see. We'll have to check back in on that later. But I am going to go with the Texans here. Um, that offense will it'll be slowed down by the defense of the Giants, but ultimately they're going to get the win. And then the next game here is Packers at Washington. 
I think that the Packers are going to win. We clearly saw Aaron Rodgers on one knee kept up with that high-powered Vikings offense up there. Um, so I, I, I don't think he's going to have too much of an issue against Washington. Um, again, even the Vikings defense is better than Washington. So I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be fine. So I think we have some, some fact checks here. Not quite yet. Okay. Um, Washington could put up some points, though. I still don't think that the Packers' defense is all that great. And Alex Smith is, while he's maybe again not the, not the best quarterback, not a top five quarterback in the league. He's, he's a very solid starter. He doesn't turn the ball over very much, so I think they'll be okay. But ultimately, Aaron Rodgers is really a difference here. Pat Mahomes is also the difference for the Chiefs. They're hosting the 49ers this week, and I'm going with the Chiefs at home. I believe I picked against them in week one and two. I'm not not making that mistake again. I'm not betting against Pat Mahomes. I may not bet against Pat Mahomes for a while here, depending on what their schedule is, especially at home in Arrowhead. That's a real tough place to play. Well, I do love Jimmy Garoppolo in that offense. The Chiefs have just been on fire. Stay in the flames. Agreed. When something's on fire, you tend to stay in it. Unless you don't want to get burned, I guess. But give me the Chiefs. I don't know if that analogy really made sense, but that's all right. Give me the Chiefs here. The Raiders and the Dolphins are here next. And this game I had a very, very hard time deciding. The Dolphins have been surprisingly good this year. The Raiders have been a bit of a disappointment. Their offense has as well. Uh, I know the defense is obviously going to be much worse without Khalil Mack. But their offense has kind of been a letdown as well. But I picked him anyway. Just because I still am not sure about the Dolphins here. I'm not sure about their defense. Not sure about their offense. I think that the Raiders can get it done. I think if Amari Cooper has another explosive day, if Derek Carr plays the way he did last week, I think they get the win. I know they didn't win last week, and... His complete and his completion percentage was like ninety percent, but I think even if he plays to a seventy-five, eighty percent completion rate, doesn't turn the ball over, they play well. I think that they'll get the win, even though it's in Miami. We have a couple more sponsors here today, and the next few games are sponsored by Wings. I don't know about you, but I just love Wings. The wings are usually dripping with sauce and so crispy. Eat them during a game, especially during a game. Amazing sauces make the wings really pop and taste like a terrific way to watch football. Wings. They're meaty, they're tasty, and good. What's your favorite wing sauce, Keegan? Oh, man. I'd have to go with uh, mango habanero. I'm a spicy garlic kind of guy. Delicious. You're going to be eating some wings during your uh, Eagles game this week. Oh, do the Eagles play this week? Oh, yeah. The By the way, Carson, your, uh, your MVP caliber quarterback, Carson Wentz, comes back. I'm sure you heard. With Carson Wentz back? Yes. I have heard that Carson Wentz is back. How do you feel? I'm pretty excited. Um, I think it's going to be a good matchup. Um, Andrew Luck is also back. 
Yes, he's been back for a few weeks, but he's he's trying to round into form. Right. He was he was a great quarterback once upon a time. So I think that it's going to be an interesting matchup uh, with Wentz, sort of the new future, and Luck, sort of that old old rookie standby, like with Cam Newton and stuff. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I can't wait to uh, see it. Yeah, it'll be a good game. Be a good game. It's in Philly. I know that. Yeah. The Wentz Col- is going to be back. Yeah. I, it's going to be <laughs> pretty crazy. I think that Wentz is going to almost kind of pick apart the Colts defense. I know they p- played pretty well against Washington last week, but I still don't think that they're that good. Uh, Carson Wentz coming back. I think Philly is just going to be electric. Just the momentum of him really just being back, coming back off that huge ACL injury. Give me the Eagles in this game. I don't yep. think you disagree. Nope. All right. So next here we have the Titans in Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. Blake Bortles is the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Blake Bortles is the truth. I'm going to pick the Jags here, especially in Jacksonville. That defense that defense is amazing. The Titans offense, who knows if Mario is going to start. It might be Blaine Gabbard again. I just don't see it happening. Derrick Henry's been slow to start. The offense as a whole was slow last week. I, they somehow still won, but if they play like they did against the Texans, then they're going to get smacked in Jacksonville. So give me the Jags there. Bengals-Panthers is next. This was a pretty hard game for me to pick. Um, I had to ask Keegan for his opinion while I was thinking about this game. You want to share that opinion? Yeah, I think it's an interesting game. You know, you got two offenses that the Panthers are always fighting towards the top of the offense, and uh, the Bengals are newly resurgent as an offense. Um, They've always had the pieces for a little while now, and it looks early on like they're starting to put it together. So this is an interesting one, but I think the loss of Joe Mixon is going to really be – Hard on the Bengals, you know. They got yeah, to lean on Giovanni Bernard, and uh, I think that could be the difference because we all know Christian McCaffrey is is a pretty special player. He's he set history records with the amount of targets and catches he's had already as a running back. I'm pretty sure. So he is awesome. Yeah, comparing the running back position here, especially with Joe Mixon out, you definitely got to give the advantage to the Panthers there. Right. I think I am going to go with them, especially at home. You right, right, yeah. Joe Mixon being important. out really might have made the difference in my pick this week. True, yeah. I know AJ Green is still AJ Green. Um, that offense is, has looked very good, but the Panthers' defense has also looked fairly respectable early on. They have as well. So they have, and especially at home, I am going to pick the Panthers. I think that Cam Newton can do some work. Against that defense. Agreed. So, we'll move on here then to the Browns, or the Broncos, excuse me. The Browns did win. I can't get them off my mind. I still can't believe <sighs> Those the Browns. Browns. The Browns, they did it. The bell of the ball right now. So, the Broncos and the Ravens. It's in Baltimore. I picked the Ravens. That's I another w- home field thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. This game was, was really almost a toss-up for me, so I, I just kind of deferred to the home team. 
You know, the Ravens defense let me down last week, but they have the extended week since they played on Thursday to prepare for the Broncos for Case Keenum, who's had some interception problems. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game as both of those defense are really the best two units that are going to be on the field. So, But I, I think that the Ravens, with Joe Flacco at home, he's the better quarterback than Case Keenum, so I think that he's going to get it done, especially at home. It's true. Um, Keenum's been grinding him out so far. You know, he's won his first two games by a point, you know, against the Seahawks and the Raiders. So he's grinding him out. That's that's what he does. He's a gamer. I think he's proven that now, and he, he's fun to watch. But show is Joe Flacco to the point where the argument is, you know, is he a lead or not? I like that they get Lamar Jackson involved as well. They have him in for yeah the Ravens. The Ravens are trying to be an interesting offense, but we talked about how confusing they are in that how they use their players and when they use their players, and you know it's like they're trying to introduce some like new age offensive wrinkles, and they're just not picking the right times to do it. So it's you know it's going to take a little more time, I think, but as long as they get the run game established and. Joe Flacco's happy, then... Yeah. I think he'll be happy after this game. Like I said, I picked the Ravens here in a close game. Speaking of close games, this next game, I thought about picking a tie because there has been two ties in two weeks. And if I was going to pick a tie, this would have been the game. The Saints come to Atlanta to play the Falcons. And this might be the game of the week. This is going to be the game of the week. I'm going to call that now. This is going to be the game of the week. It's a very fun divisional matchup. All it has been the last couple of uh, seasons. Should be a good one. Two high-powered offenses. Two defenses that are really looking to maybe play a little bit better than they have. I know the Falcons have those injuries. Deion Jones and Ken O'Neill again are out for the year. And that's ultimately, I think, why I went with the Saints is those key injuries on the Falcons' defense. The Saints have the offensive power, even without Mark Ingram, to take advantage of that. And I picked the Saints. I think it's going to be a very, very close game again. I, I'd pick a tie if, if if I really wanted to, but I got to pick a winner, and, and I went with New Orleans here. The Rams and the Chargers, however, I don't think is going to be quite as close. I think it'll be a good game, but... Not as close as that game. I'm going to go with the Rams here. They're at home. Uh, That defense, they've been playing incredibly well. I do like the Chargers this season, but not in Los Angeles against that star-studded Rams defense. That star-studded Rams offense now as well. So, give me the Rams. I think that's going to be a close one. Yeah. No, I, I think it'll be... I, don't think I like that it's close LA versus LA. Yeah, I think how many teams does LA need? <laughs> I didn't even realize it was LA versus LA. Sometimes I forget that the Chargers. Yeah, they got to drive like a half hour, essentially, <laughs> to the Chargers Stadium. Sometimes I forget that the Chargers aren't in San Diego anymore. Yeah, it's tough. It makes me sad. St. Louis versus San Diego, right? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, but hey, I guess the NFL thought it was good for football to move them to LA. And what's good for football is is good for fresh football takes because football is actually one of our sponsors here. Whoa. Why are we all here? It's a loaded question. 
Lots of answers. But it's really football. One of the reasons, the main reason, is football. It's fun to watch. It's fun to strategize and follow. You can play it or watch it or discuss it, as we do here on Fresh Football Takes. We've been watching football since we were old enough to hold a ball. I know I have, at least. It's fun on Sundays to watch, to play. It's football, and we love talking about it. Follow us at at FreshFootball. Hashtag FreshFootballTakes. Hashtag FreshFootball. Bears Cardinals. Oh, God. Give me the Bears. Sunday Massacre. (laughs) Give me the Bears. They just did what they did to the Seahawks. And now the Cardinals haven't done anything the Cardinals are worse. games yet. The Cardinals are worse than the Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks are that good right now. They might be better when Doug Baldwin gets back and they get a little of healthier. Of course the but Cardinals are worse. They're the worst team in football. Even the Bills have showed more signs of life than the Cardinals through two games. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, I know you saw my face when you said that, but then I thought about it. The Cardinals have passed the 50-yard line like twice so far. The Cardinals have been worse than the Buffalo Bills. They're on pace for a record low amount of plays run. Yeah, they just can't hold. They can't. The Cardinals can't hold drives. The defense can't stop drives. Like it's it's sad because we all love David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald, and we want them to do well. Larry Fitzgerald deserves a ring. Exactly. But Cleo, Ma- Cleo Max he's is not a getting feast. a ring when they can't cross the 50-yard line. They ain't crossing the 50-yard line because Cleo Max is going to feast on this offense. It might be, it might be a sad – it might be a beatdown. He's going to add another two strip sacks. It might be like – remember in the Bears-Packers game when Rodgers went out and Kaiser was in for a while and Cleo Mack was just merciless? It's going to look like that all game, whether yeah. it's Bradford or Rosen or yeah. Glennon. Rosen might see time this game. He might. He might. Cowboys. Right, that's Seahawks. all we need to say. Yes, <laughs> that's all. We don't need to talk about the Cardinals anymore. We'll jump to the Cowboys and the Seahawks. This game's in Seattle, and a couple of years ago, this is Seattle hands down. But this a little is more of an interesting game in 2018. Not much though. It's it's Cowboys all day. Yeah, yeah. The Seahawks are devoid of any. They're rebuilding <laughs> of any sort of playmaker, other than Russell Wilson. Uh, Doug Baldwin's hurt. And on the defensive side of the ball, you always can never forget about Earl Thomas. Shaquille Griffin, though, had two picks last week. Right. It'll probably be a good game. but, but I think it'll be, again, another. I don't see a lot of high-scoring games this week. Yeah, the Cowboys' D looks energized. They look they look good. They look fierce. Yes. Through two games. They do. And, um, yeah, I just don't think they're going to be a match for the Seahawks offensive line after what they did to the Giants offensive line. Demarcus Lawrence is yeah. proving that he was not a fluke last season. Yeah, they look they look interesting. I don't know about their secondary, but their front seven has really been bringing it they so far. Been. Well, hey, when you have that good of a of a front seven, you know, your back four could be the weakness. Your front seven can make up for that if they're good enough. And that's what they did against the Giants too. They had they had OBJ on lockdown. They didn't let him do a lot, you know. No, he only had five or six catches yeah. for, for not that many yards. That was the It was an impressive performance show, by the Cowboys. It really was. So, yeah, even though the Seahawks themselves didn't have a good performance versus the Bears, I still 
wouldn't really take them over the Cowboys. Yeah, so. no, I'm I'm gonna go Cowboys here. Pat's first lines. This is maybe the low key Matt Patricia revenge game. Interesting. If anybody caught that, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw this matchup was oh, of course. Matt Patricia revenge game, and but I that, almost and I almost picked him because of that in Detroit. But come on, man, New England, New England's the pick here because that means Bill knows what's coming. If he exactly. worked with Matt Patricia, Tom Brady, just think about that. Tom Brady's going to pick that defense apart. Those Tom Brady pads. knows that defense exactly. <laughs> He's practiced against that defense. They know that defense for years. I don't think there's any question there. Give me the Patriots. I don't think we really need to, to discuss this one much further. Yeah, when you know the inner workings of a team to an extent. Without cheating. Well. As they've been alleged yes, to do. Yes, the Patriots do like to judiciously use information from inside. Right. Maybe we will save that for our conspiracy theory podcast. That's right. That's right. Coming to you later next summer. Monday night, Monday night football. Steelers, Bucks, Tampa Bay. Ryan Fitzpatrick is on fire. The Steelers looking to bounce back. AB's looking to have a big game. This is the marquee matchup. Who do we got here? Who do we got here? It's tough, man. Who do you got? Who do I got? Yeah, I guess that's the important part. Do they score over a hundred points between the two teams? If the it feels like it. If the over under on this game is. Any less than 60, I'm probably taking the over. Yeah, everyone's expecting this to be a crazy offensive game. So, of course, they'll probably score 20 points between the two of them. Of course, but... Because that's football. Give me the over if if I'm a betting man. Give me the over. I think AB is going to take over. Yeah, I think AB is going to take over. He usually gets pissed off about something. Everyone says it's fine. He says it's fine. He goes for 15 catches, 250 yards, and three. He's the difference here. He's going to be the game MVP on Monday Night Football. But what about Mike Evans with Fitz Magic? They've been in incomparable duo so far this year. It's It's been insane. So a little bit earlier I said I think that, there, that there's going to be a lot of low-scoring games. Like I said, give me the over in this game. If it's anything lower than 60, give me the over. Another 800-yard combined performance between the two quarterbacks? 900. 900. That's 450 yards apiece, folks. You heard it here on Fresh Football Takes. And 11 combined passing touchdowns. The rushing touchdown is becoming extinct from the NFL. If Andy Reid had his choice, it would be. I guess that about wraps it up, though. That's going to be a fun one, yeah. I like wrapping up on that one. Yeah, that that's going to be a low-key fun game. You know, the beginning of the year when the schedule came out, it was like Steelers-Bucks Monday night, like, meh. No, I love be, how things change. That's going to be a fun game. Yeah, the NFL is always interesting. There's always a lot of turnover, and that's why we love it. That's why we love football. And it's cool ending there after starting with the Browns winning a football game. The Browns won. In case... Cheers in Cleveland, seriously, if you're out there. So cheers fr- in Cleveland. So you fresh football take fans, I don't know if I mentioned it yet on this podcast, but Cleveland won today. Cleveland won a game. They the won a Browns. game. They won a game an hour ago. They're right. winners. We got to get out of here. Yeah. 
Thank you for joining. Thanks, guys. Keegan and I are Fresh Football Takes. Again, follow us at, at Fresh Football. Join me in the conversation at hashtag Fresh Football Takes. We'll be back on Sunday with a Sunday recap before the night game. We'll do another night game prediction. And, uh, yeah, it's looking for like another great week of football because the Browns won a football game. Okay, I'm done. The Browns won a football game, and that, my friends, is why we fucking love some football. We love football!